Yo, 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 Icon Nation, what it is, man? It's your boy, Yerdy G. Icon Nation, what it is? It's Nick White. What's up, Icon Nation? This is your boy, Jalen Talley. And of course, this is another episode of the Toxic Icon Podcast. Now, we have a return guest tonight. Our first returning guest. I like to call him the uh, the HHN Hall of Famer. The HHN Guru. Mr. Craig Towns. What's going on, y'all? Let's do it. Man, this uh, this is a very special one because all of us went to HHN this year. But we did it in a very special way. Both coasts, same nights. It was crazy. Jalen and I checked out Hollywood this year. And then I checked out Orlando. Me too. And all I can say is what a year for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, this year, this year was solid. Like, uh, out of the 10 houses that Orlando got, there's only two on my list, which, trash. And honestly, for me, in terms of Hollywood, out of the eight that we had, um, which out of those eight, that also includes the Terror Tram, for those who may not know, uh, there was only one that I would have scrapped completely. So, all in all, for me personally, not bad. I give the entire event, you know, including, like, food and drinks and merch and all the other additional things that come along with Halloween Horror Nights, uh, I give it a solid 9 out of 10 for this year. Same, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Yeah, I give it a 9 out of 10, too. It was a really solid, solid year, for sure. Very solid year. Um, I felt like in Hollywood, um, I feel like they marketed as if because it only has eight houses that it won't be able to live up to what they pump out every year in Orlando. But I feel like Hollywood kind of had the edge on Orlando. I didn't actually go to Orlando this year, but I did watch on YouTube, and I feel like Hollywood just kind of had them a little bit this year. I feel like Hollywood's main goal this year was to actually scare as many people as possible. Like, that's what they wanted to do. The detail was there. The, you know, the family atmosphere, of Halloween feels were there, but... When it came to the houses, they were really trying to pack a punch, and I feel like they nailed it for the most part. After watching, I could agree. Yeah, yeah. In some, in um, in plenty of ways, I, um, whether it be, you know, whether they do their own ideas or whether they, um, uh, you know, you know, because they differentiate themselves from Orlando, I feel like you know Hollywood pulls out all the stops when it comes to doing their Halloween Horror Nights on that coast. So pretty solid year from what I've seen for Hollywood, for sure. Definitely. I've always said I felt like Hollywood also, Hollywood always had better zones and that Orlando always had better houses. This year, I kind of feel like the roles are a little bit reversed, but Hollywood also has some really cool scare zones this year. In fact, the very uh, the main scare zone that you walk in right when you walk in the park was the toy scare zone, and it was literally a bunch of different toys that you may have had growing up in your childhood as horror characters. And I just thought I thought that was I thought that was really cool, especially with them having a house on Chucky and like playing off dolls and things like that i don't know man i just thought that that was a, a cool uh creative idea and it was definitely outside of the box and i feel like there is no better time for them to do it than this year i feel like um the scare zones in orlando 
was really good, especially the Vamp 69 scare zone. Yeah, Vamp 69. I really love that. Like, it's like right by when you walk past Exorcist and um, when you walk past Stranger Things and it's right by Yeti and Dueling Dragons. It's like right when you turn that corner right across from the mummy. It was really good. I really like the concept of how um, it's like a 1969 uh, peace fest and then like vampires come in and, you know, everything breaks loose. But for sure, like, you know, the detail, they even had music. They even had music from that era playing, like not just no um, thrown together music that they made up, no like real music from that era. And I, and like everybody was like, the vibes were there, like everybody was singing and dancing along and everything. So that was definitely like a, a really good scare zone. And I like how Orlando co- incorporated Dr. Ifill in every single scare zone too. So and it all looked good. It all, I didn't realize you know, he did together. that. That's cool. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's like he's on his conquest. Okay, because I definitely feel like in terms of Orlando, this was the year of Dr. Oddfellow. Like Oddfellow was the main driving force of Orlando this year. But I felt like um, Vamp 69, when they started talking about that scare zone, I'm not going to lie to y'all, I wasn't sure about it. I just, I, I wasn't sure about it. I'm like, how do you turn a a disco party into something scary? I don't know. You know, if, if I'm going to give somebody an idea that may not be scary and, and trust in them to turn it into something scary, it would be the production team of Halloween Horror Nights. They seem to have the formula that usually will work for the most part. Like, definitely, like, you definitely, like, you know, of course, you if you will see it off rip, you ain't going to be, you going to be like, uh, you know, but is it honestly going to, like, you know, work out? Is it honestly going to, like, when it all comes together, is it honestly going to, like, live up to that expectation? Because HHN does really great square zones. So, you know, when, you know, looking at Vamp 69, you're like, oh, okay, that's nice what they're doing, but is it actually going to, like, look good? But then, like, when you actually go, like, you know, me personally, it was great. Like, you know, um, I know one of the songs that they played was um, was Sweet Caroline. Everybody was dancing and singing that song. Like, it was like the vibes were there, like, you know, people drinking. So, you know, the vibes were there and everything, especially with, like, you know, the uh, the Our Fellow Scares on the, I think it was the the one where he's, cut up, he's like, finishing up his conquest and collecting powers. He had his own booth at, like, the beginning of the, of the park, and he was, like, meddling with people and, you know, oh, yeah. making conversations. He was doing the whole what's your Zodiac sign thing. Exactly. So it's like, you know, when it all came together, like, and when it all pieced together, you went to each scare zone one by one and it all worked out. So, yeah. That's interesting because I feel like the year of the Zodiac was big in Orlando. Um, they definitely did some things with Zodiac signs. Do you, do you remember them doing some things in Hollywood? Zodiac signs? Yeah. Um, kind of. I mean, a little. I, I know it was like probably small, but it did a little stuff with it. I feel right. Like, like Jalen said, they did some smaller things with it. But I feel like this year at Hollywood, it was heavily based on childhood horror. Childhood horror, what was that first horror movie you watched as a kid that really messed you up? You know, like they really marketed, you know, your Exorcist house, your Chucky house, especially those two as like the houses that you should be terrified to go into. You know what I'm saying? The scare zones were not Zodiac or Oddfellow based at all. Um, They really didn't do much with Oddfellow. 
in Hollywood. It was honestly huge on uh, marketing the houses that were there, honestly. So, I mean, that's what normally, that's what Hollywood normally does. Like, they're, they're not really, like, you know, too much into the scare zones like that because, again, the room, they can't really, like, you know, you got to worry about going up and down the hills because, you know, they're on the hit. They're on the hillside, so it's like, you know, that. And then, like, when you actually walk through the park in Hollywood, like, that you can only do so much with a quote unquote scare zone. It's like right when you in the middle of it, you like right at the escalators. So it's like they can only do so much. So of course they're gonna worry about the houses and be more in tune with that. And all their efforts gonna be in that more than the scare zone. Not to say that they don't put no effort into the scare zone, but like generally speaking, no. I, I completely get what you mean. It feels like every year Orlando is more uh, heavy on an overall theme, and then once they have their overall theme, then they pull their house ideas from that. Um, I kind of feel like last year's Horror Nights really didn't have that, so it's cool to see that they have gone back to that this year, especially Orlando. Orlando has a certain vibe. Hollywood has a certain vibe, you know, it is what it is. Hollywood's gonna capitalize off the IPs. That's 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 what they do. Their originals are great, but they're not marketing their originals like that. It's like they have more IPs because it's like it's Hollywood. So you know, of course they're gonna like turn out all the IPs like they did Evil Dead Rise, and they did that like you know like a couple weeks out. You know what I'm saying? So you know they're gonna turn out as many IPs as they can because. You know, it's right there. You want to enter into They want people to enter into the movies, you know, rather than the original IPs because, you know, in their case, let's be honest, they're not going for original IPs. Like, I mean, original house, they're going for the IPs, you know, see what they do. So, yeah. Well, with that, that being said, we got plenty of houses we need to get into. Yes, we do. I'm going to let you guys kick it off. Uh, Orlando had a couple more houses than Jalen and I were able to do in Hollywood, which only had eight. Yeah, but I have so, the Terra Tram, which is, I mean, yeah, Terra Tram really equates to the same amount of two houses. Yeah, yeah. right. Because that's what like, basically it's, yeah. it's, it's technically one big square zone, but like you said, it equates to two houses because you get so much. Except for it, I mean, and it's it's. I feel like the Terra Tram is a, is a good experience, also. It is. Um, Terra Tram was the year of the exterminators this year. So bug, uh, bug stuff. Bugs yeah. eating alive yeah, last it was, year. It was Bugs eating alive from Orlando last year on steroids is basically what this was. Oh, okay. Um, so I would have not liked it. No, nah, it was it was very like bug driven. Because I hate bugs. Only the only complaint I have about the Terra Tram is that I feel like they kind of ran out of things to put along the pathway at times. I feel like so we, it was empty patches. Not really empty patches, but there were just some parts where, like, if you go on YouTube and watch any of the vloggers that went, you go through the zone where they have the exterminators, right? Mm -hmm. And then you keep going in there. Then there were just, like, some walkways just covering spider webs. Oh, yeah. Like, that they some, there's some dead, that's dead spots. Wait, there were some dead spots. And yeah. so... They definitely have... Because that's a lot of room. You And you got to walk. Exactly. So... And you then, know. as you keep going, then you end up going into Jupiter's claim from right. Nope. Mm -hmm. And then it's all Jordan Peele, Nope, and us. All of that stuff right there. And, uh, I mean, I thought, it, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. But I do see where some people are not 
the biggest fans of the Terra Tram. A lot of people are like, scrap the Terra Tram, stop bringing it back, just give us two more houses, which I get from both sides. Yeah, I think they're just trying to cover their real estate, though, also. They have a whole lot of Because, space. you know, like you said, it's a whole lot of space. You And then they're on that hill also. Right. So you have to make do what you have. Right, and it was cool to be on the Terra Tram at night and ride down the hillside to those back lots and see all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't bad. It just, there were just a few dead spots. I mean, it's definitely his own experience. So, you know, you just, I mean, there's people like, you know, you got to appreciate it for what they're doing because it is, it is a, uh, it is a terror tram and, you know, there's nothing else like it. So, you know. I will say, do it early in the night because it closes. It Does closes. it? It closes yeah. early, yeah. Like, really? ha- like halfway into the yeah. night. Terror tram was know. only. I did not know that. Yeah, it closes at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Event ends at what? Two, two, two o'clock two, in the morning. It closed at eleven o'clock. I mean, I guess because it, it does take what an hour, hour and a half. Not really, man. It was pretty quick. Uh, it felt like we twenty minutes, thirty minutes, twenty thirty. Really? Minutes. Yeah. Okay. And they got a bunch of trains, so they're just continuously. Okay. Yeah, because when you do the around. back lot tour during the daytime, that's about an hour plus. Yeah, that's like right. an hour. Right. Because you're going through, uh, you know, like, you, like they're showing you all the stuff, like. Like the working studios, right? And then they take you through uh Jaws, uh I was about to say Godzilla, Jaws, King Kong, uh Fast and Furious, and it's uh I want to say Twister also. Twister, yeah. No, nah, basically what they did was they drove us down, and then they let you out with in essentially another scare zone. Yep. Okay. Which okay. is the extermination scare zone. They okay. had a bunch of exterminators with like. Uh, grasshopper silicone masks on. Because normally they... And they, they just unloaded chainsaws on us, like, right there. And I thought that was the coolest part, but they just didn't keep the energy up okay. all the way through. Yeah, see, I didn't know because when I went in uh, 21, when I had those two shows in L.A., I didn't mm. get on the Terra Tram. I was more concerned uh, about okay. the houses, and I ended up doing the uh, Texas Chainsaw house twice. Okay. Well... In terms of houses, because I do wish that I would have been able to experience that one. Um, my favorite houses, the biggest takeaway for me in terms of Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood this year, um, Exorcist, and this is in no order, but Exorcist is coming in at the very top, Monsters of Latin America, and Holidays in Hell. So I got one IP and two originals. And this is why I say this. Exorcist was just extremely intense. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not going to say I wasn't prepared for the intensity, but the intensity that they marketed the house to have, it had it. Uh, it had the smells in there. Oh, it, it man. smelled horrible. The like, smells. they're trying to portray to you what's happening. You know what I'm saying? The smells were there. The sound system was there. The actors were on point. And yep. then they, by the end of it, they had like three four-way scares back to back to back people were coming out the house covering in sweat because they just like it's it's short but it's intense short and sweet also on the lower lot holidays in hell i just thought that was cool because they really turned um holidays that aren't scary at all into something actually really creepy and right. it was they, they went through the whole the entire year right? it, it follows a, a, a calendar year and I thought that was cool. And I thought the Easter scene was the best. Shout out to whoever that actor is playing that dead Easter bunny in there. Okay. It was it was very intense. And then um, 
Monsters of Latin America was like the the spectacle one. It was the one with the best detail. It was the one you could tell they really wanted to get it right, get every part right. You could tell they sat down and uh, talked about ideas and things like that. They didn't just throw anything in there. They really worked hard at that. So those are my top three. And um, the only one that I would scrap from Hollywood was Chucky. <laughs> throw it we in gonna the get trash. We're going to get into that. Yeah. Trust me. We definitely going to talk about it. My, so those, my, those are my top three from Hollywood. What about Chucky. you, Jamie? Um my top three definitely first one I would say is Exorcist, then Last of Us, and Evil Dead. Okay. Ooh, all IPs. Yeah. yeah. And the reason for and Evil Dead was dope. Yeah. Uh the reason for Exorcist is because, like you said, I thought just like it kind of surprised me as far as like the scare factor, because it did like it was intense through that whole way, and I really enjoyed that. Um from like beginning to end, I don't think there was a single weak spot in there that we, when we went through it. And the end, that final scene where like, yeah, the three-way scene, you know, like boom, scare there, boom, scare there, scare there, like all three of those were fantastic. And then Last of Us, obviously, because, you know, I'm biased because, you know, that's like my favorite game. So, of course, I'm going to like that house. And then like seeing that, um, the, Bloater and like the the clickers and then obviously the actors who were playing Joel and Ellie, I thought they did a great job uh, referencing moments from the game. Um, so I obviously I had to cop the shirt myself. You got to, yeah, you got to. And then Evil Dead, I just like the that one was just very. The atmosphere was intense too and uh, very scary. What I liked about Evil Dead was the queue line. <clears throat> when you wait in the queue line. For Evil Dead, the lights in this, you know, normal hallway. No theming, no nothing, right? They just got some sounds playing through the speakers or whatever, but the lights are just, like, flickering, and then they would shut off for, like, 10 seconds. And then they would come back on, and the, the fog from that house would just kind of flood through the line and things like that. Uh, get you in the mood, for sure. It was nice. Yeah, it, it was definitely nice. for the main event. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it was about that one that would keep it out of my top three, but I feel like it was still intense, but I feel like it just didn't match the intensity of my top three, and I think that's why I can't put it there. I think HHN, that like the Horror Night community, as well as myself, when we got the announcement, everybody was just like, that's house of the year, unanimous decision, like that's it. And then the it, this was the year of the originals at Hollywood. For real. It's the same way in Orlando, obviously. It definitely was. It was original. Man. The originals were like, you know, they knocked it out the park. They yeah. obviously did. Just like last year because, you know, when you go on the HHN, people don't really expect the originals to, to like, be that. They, they expect, like, you know, a couple here and there. But all of them, the past two years, you know, Universal has been stepping their game up. Because I feel like over the course of the pandemic, Especially they like they really delved into the ideas and you know everything. And I feel like the budget has gone has gone even higher because, you know, to, tourism as a whole in the United States, like ever since the pandemic period ended, skyrocketed. just skyrocketed. Like the uh economy has boosted in LA and Orlando, especially because, you know. There's people have that, and even even this year there were people that were going to HHN for the very first time, because like you know, they wanted to do it like the past two years, but you know like people had to get up on their feet, you know, get get back to doing what they was doing, like you know, 
before the pandemic hit, and then just like you know. But this year was the first year that like it was like HHN was truly back. Yeah. Like it was like back to the original wait times and like you know the attendance, the you know the even the food and and the merch, like you know everything as a whole. Like it was back. It was back last year, but this year it was back. Yeah, I See? feel like they pulled out the stops. Yeah, like all of they brought all of it out for sure. They they did a whole uh, HHN store in the Orlando International Airport, yes. which has not been yes. done before. That was dope. So you know they like, hey, nah. When you come off the, we fresh off the jet. We want you to see this. We want you to buy merch before you even hit City Walk. And that's what I did. I was in that store for about an hour. Oh yeah, before sure. I even went anywhere. Now, they didn't have that um, at the airports in California, but downtown Hollywood was taken over by HHN. Billboards everywhere, like... Like when LA want to... Yeah, when they want to yeah. show off an event or something going on, they want yeah, they yeah. want you to see it. Yeah. Like everywhere you turn, on a billboard, on, on, a, on a skyscraper, downtown. And they definitely did you know, that. They yeah. definitely did that. What was y'all favorite houses down there? Exodus is number one. So first and foremost, y'all know I went to see the movie the night before I went to HHN. So that the house would make more sense. Yeah. So I, I had a I had a way better experience with the house just because I knew exactly what was going on. Because you know how in the previous episode we were talking about how maybe the house would just be more like a trailer. This house was beat for beat the movie. And this might sound bad, but the house was better than the movie. Honestly, you're not the first person that said that because I did a bunch of research just to have my thoughts ready to, you know, for to do our episode tonight. And I feel like a lot of people have said that same thing. Yeah. The house has beat out the movie. Like It, it did. And the thing is, like I said, the house was intense. Now, I didn't get the smells how y'all did, which I'm thankful for. But uh, I don't know how you didn't. Because <laughs> they pumped it in there. See, I I'm, I must have went. Well, I mean, I went during stay and scream. True. Because when you first, when you do stay and scream, you know, um, that's another thing why people would rather do express than stay and scream. Because during stay and scream, you go when it's relatively still light outside. So your eyes are not adjusted. Or when people do stay and scream, they have shades to where they put them on, like when they get closer to the houses, so their eyes can get dilated to where you can like actually see everything. Cause that's what that's the mistake I made. I did stay and scream. And the first house I went into was Universal Monsters. And so my oh, eyes weren't as dilated man. like that. So I actually had to like, I was like, had to had to blink several times to actually see it. So when I went to when I went to the park when it was told darkness, I couldn't even see. You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, for sure that. Yeah, that house, that house is top tier. Like, I feel like if they put out houses like that across the board, HHN would just be unstoppable. Yes, yes, Exodus, that's number one though. Secondly, this was a hard one for me, uh, The Last of Us. Because I've played the game as well. Okay. In my PS4 Pro days. Bro. You just made this really interesting with that being on your list. For sure. Like, seriously, like Jalen said, when I saw bloggers and clickers, mind blown. Everybody was going crazy over those. Man, look, I was running through the house. 
ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. For real. I was also crispy too by that point. But you wanna know what's crazy though? Because the the Last of Us house between uh LA and Orlando, there are two distinctly different uh experiences because when I uh when I looked at LA's version, um it's like you're in the point of view of Joel. But in Orlando, it's like you're walking through it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're experiencing everything around you. But then like in Hollywood, you're like the you're like you know, you're like it's like you're, you're first, the player. Yeah, you're you know you, what I'm saying? Yeah, you're in first person mode. Yeah. Hollywood definitely had a first person feel to it, more of a like a point of view type of the facade was way thing. better too. In Hollywood, yeah, yeah, Hollywood got a lot better facades. Like the Chucky facade was way better in Hollywood for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I do feel like, um, in terms of facades and things like that, I feel like Universal Monsters should have been in the lower lot in the sound stage. Um, Universal Monsters was actually in a tent this year. What? See, it was Which, it was in that same exact sound stage from last year in Orlando. Was it? Yeah, and no, the Last the of Us was where the year. weekend was last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, see, man, look, Last of Us got it. That was your top. No, so that's they my number. That's that my was number, number two. Yeah, so my top is Exorcist. Last of Us is number two, and then which I feel like this should be ranked higher, but I feel like nothing could top the Exorcist. Universal Monsters did it for me mm. because okay. it started off intense. Like they took us through Paris. It's raining and everything, man. And it's like every room got more and more and more and more intense until you got to that triple skirt end. Yep, it did. So with you all's Universal Monsters in Orlando, you said it was raining. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was like so were they actually? Was there actual rain happening with? Oh yeah, the it was actually it yeah, was like it mist. Was, so it was, it was just like with a dead, dead man's, man's prayer. prayer. Yeah, yep. it was okay. just like that. Yeah, it was a dead hard. man's prayer effect. It was mist, but it was like a little bit heavier, a little bit because because okay. you were actually like, I mean, you was outside too with dead man's prayer, but I feel like that rain effect, like it hit you, like it was like raining, but it was really mist. It was like heavy mist. It was heavier. That's mist cool though, man. Year, yeah. But see, that's what will always set an HHN house apart from. Another house, man. It's like they drop you the, the in attention the to detail, the very little small things like holidays in hell. When we went through there, um, I know I talked about Easter, but when we went through the, the St. Patrick's Day hallway, oh, that was my favorite one, two different hallways. I can't remember, like, you know, they eat like corned beef and stuff, corned you know beef saying? and cabbage. Yeah. That's yeah. what it smelled like going through That's there, crazy. but they also pumped in a hint of like a moldy smell on purpose because they didn't want you to get tripped up in your mind to think, oh, this is just a celebratory kind of thing. You have to remember, like, nah, this is still scary. Right. It's the little small attention to details. See, that's what I'm saying with with Universal Monsters, the detail. And like I said, every room got more and more intense because as you went to each room, that music got a little bit darker and more sinister. And it got more louder. That's cool. Ours definitely did that along the way. It had like a domino effect kind of feel. And then there was a massive scare at the end. Shout out to the dude on Still. She the only person that got me that night. But yo. Man, I was so mad. I almost got the triple scare, but the person in front of me was walking so slow, I couldn't get it. And that's like kind of like the 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 con of that conga line thing. 
Like, I try, like, me personally, I try to go as slow as I can because, you know, but there's like the scary people that be like, ah, oh, keep up with them, keep up with them. But, uh-huh, but right. Nah. They, they trying to stay close so they right, don't get exactly. Scared. But you won't experience everything like that. You won't, you'll just come out the house like let down. But no, nah, you gotta actually like, you know, like uh sometimes they'll like hold you, hold you back. Like at the beginning of the house, the the uh cast members will like hold you back, be like, hold on, wait a second. Cause they got like a whole display camera of like you know, what's going on in the house because there's cameras in the house so they, you know, so the house can come, uh, become congested. So they hold you back. Then they, like, let you in. I appreciate them for doing that because, like, you know, the scare actors can change out. There could be a scare actor change. There could be, you know, something going on. And then, like, now you get the full experience of, like, see, all the scares. That happened to me. Every house, I got held back, which is how I was able to run through the house. Like, ah! Oh, okay. And then the people behind me, they just cracking up. What's wrong with this dude? And the whole time, I'm just, I'm on like my fourth electric death. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, man. I'm running through that. <laughs> so were they doing time. actual crowd control? Yes. Oh, yeah. The so, night that I went, crowd control in every house. See, now I think that's tight. Because they this, didn't do any kind of crowd control see, in Hollywood. It was a continuous line the whole time. And this is how you know HHN was massive this year. Like, you know, we, uh, me and Craig both did stand screen. Yep. When I did stand screen, bro, the line for Stranger Things, which oh, is my, which my, is my first house I did. Both nights. Both nights. The line, the line for Stranger Things, I actually waited 20 minutes, even with Express, before I got into Stranger, Stranger Things, Things with stand screen and Express. That should tell you something right there. But the crazy part is, with me doing stand screen, they started at around 5. 5.30. Yeah, around 5.30. I got four houses done by 6.15, even with wow. waiting for Stranger Things at 20 minutes. Nah, I'm lying. It'd it be 5.30. It'd be 5.30 for all of them. But because, like, uh, I did the Stay and Scream area for Universal Monsters. Yeah, see. And um, I believe it was... Last of Us 2, but I was definitely in the Universal Monsters line, and their their house, that house, and the last was was like right by each other because you know they they took up the weekend and um the Universal Monsters Legends Collide. So they was like right across from each other. And so it there's open at like 515, but I think I believe all the houses open at 530, but I think all the houses you know, open at five fifteen. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I was in uh, I was in the New York stand screen. Yep. And I it was actually it was five fifteen. I said I said five thirty. It was five fifteen for the New York stand screen. But five thirty, that's when all of them be open. But yeah, so you ain't wrong about that. I can't lie to y'all. Jalen and I went through Stranger Things, and I don't I don't think I really remember your thoughts on on Stranger Things. Uh, I'm I mean I. It was all right. I mean, I gave it, yeah, I gave it, I think my rating was, I gave it, I think it was like, I'd say six out of 10. Yeah, I gave Uh, it a six out of 10. Because I just, I felt like it was, I mean, it was an okay house. It just wasn't the best. There was stuff that's lacking, obviously. I feel like it would have, it would have been better if this would have been an overall Stranger Things house, but this was off four. And if you were somebody going through the house that didn't watch four, then it doesn't make sense. See, personally, for me, it just the detail was cool, but it just 
it just didn't pull me like that. And also the wait times were so incredibly long in Hollywood for Stranger Things that we got one time with it on Extraction. I didn't even literally me. The only time I did it was the second night of that I went to HHN on a Saturday. And I was literally at literally 150. So it was 10 minutes left during the event. And it was the same thing when I did uh Last of Us, the last house I did on night one. So even with Stay and Scream, I even with Stay and Scream this year, you was I was only able to do either Last of Us or Stranger Things. That's it. That's crazy. I did all ten houses because oh, in one night. Because you, I mean, you went at the beginning of October technically, but like I went in like the middle, yeah, like, but like the thick of it. But like, September was bad though. Now, honestly, I I don't think September was that bad. Man, no, bro, from what okay. I see, from so, what I've seen. So look, I didn't start watching videos like outside of those few I showed you about uh about expressing all that. I didn't start watching videos until after, after. because I didn't want to spoil anything. Like True. I muted it on on YouTube, Twitter, right. everything. I did too. So, like the stuff that I saw, like from the beginning of September up until then, they were saying that like Express was sold out up oh, until. Yeah. Like the last week of October, and this was early September. They were saying this. I mean, I definitely heard that Orlando's Express slash Stay and Scream situation was just kind of yeah, like uh, it was. Apparently, like, it was really unorganized. A lot of people had Express, and it didn't even matter. Like they, it really didn't because, like, like I said, Stranger Things and Last of Us, you might as well go in the regular line. Right. For real, for real, because like, like you gotta yeah. wait a long yeah. time. Like it's, it's, I don't know if the crowd control is really like the the downfall in that situation or what, but to hear that Express is sold out in advance, all of these nights, and these people are going to horror nights and not being able to use it, I think that's weird. Some you know, like something's not right because at Hollywood. If you had Express, as soon as you walked in, you got a wristband, and then they gave you a. Uh, you're laminate because you got a laminate this year. And See, so I think with expressing Orlando, you got you just got a laminate and you got like a little card, right? Um, like you got a laminate and you can put the card card in there, right? But um, that's pretty much it. You don't get no wristband. You just like go through the line, and then they got like two two checkpoints where they scan scan it. So you know. See, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I. I guess I went that just on, holds on a, even more. I think I went on a particularly good night, but it was still packed. Cause I'm telling you, like, like I said, I did, I did stand screen because remember I was updating y'all. Like, all right, it's this time I got this done. So after I did those first four, I said I don't want to get done too fast. So that's the only thing I worry about with stand scream is that it allows you to knock so much out before it actually starts. It really like, does. I really want to, I still want to be in the event. I still want to enjoy the event. I literally I, just, yeah. I don't know. I, I got a weird thing about doing horror night houses while the See, the look, sun is still out. I swear, remember oh, my I situation. Like I said, I, I finished I finished those first four houses by like six o'clock, six fifteen. So then I slowed down. I got on the mummy ride twice. For real, for I real. I got on Transformers two times. For real, for real. I went and stopped and got some food. I went <laughs> back to the tribute store. So I didn't really start doing houses again until. Like seven, maybe, eight o'clock. You know, it was, it, was, it was about eight. So you took a little break, did some other things. Because you can definitely take a break if you do stay and scream. Like I look, like you already said, I got like at least five houses done by six fifteen, six thirty. 
and and those were like you know obviously not heavy the, not the heavy not like yeah like some of the heavy hitters and most of the you know originals but um like you know Stranger Things and Last was that's like that's the end of the night regardless, like, regardless even now I know even if you know Stranger Things or Last was sort of like the biggest IP even if it's say like you know, 60, 70, 80, 90. You need to do it right then and there because it can it can jump it can jump, it can in jump five up minutes. to it can jump up to That's 120 so wild, minutes man. in five in the span of five minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys going to Orlando, and I think it's cool that we have two different perspectives here, you know, from a bi-coastal standpoint. Um, we said this was the year of the originals. It definitely no was no discredit Orlando. to the IPs. Speaking of my top, but it's I was about to say there's <laughs> one house, and since you haven't given your top three yet, I'm gonna save my thought. But I was going to ask y'all a question about one. I'll, I'll see what your top three are, but for sure. So <laughs> no particular order for me, actually, and in, in this in, is this one instance for this one particular house, darkest deal. Was my favorite house this year. I'm not going to, ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It was Darkest Deal. Darkest Deal was it for me. Because because me and Nick are music music people. And so if you are a music, if you're not a music person, you won't really, you won't really get it or you won't really like, you know, mess with it like like I did. Because you you go into the house, it's, and it's a simple story. Guy wants to be famous, sells his soul for fame. You know, uh, you go through the house, you know, um, it starts off like real decrepit and like broken down and like, you know, uh, worn down. And then like as soon as he gets famous, starts building up now. Now, like, is and like the cool thing is, is that you experiencing, you know, him going through like his fame and like, you know, the time winding down to where the devil takes his soul. And then, like, you know, boom, he goes to his big event. And then his soul gets taken away. And it's like, man, then you, like, go through hell and whatnot. And then, um, you know, that's it. And then I love the effect of where uh, the devil came in. Like, when his he had his big show and the devil came in, took his soul. Like, they had, like, a blue light on his on his chest. that like, And then you actually saw him taking his soul like that. Like, that was great. And the way they incorporated music and, you know, how they how they just incorporated everything. That house was great. That house was really, yeah. really, really good. Um, Crazy how it was a black dude, though. Right. About to say, that's, kind of the, that's kind of the part that I was like, eh, no, you really have to do that. Yeah. But <laughs> I understand, you know, it was it was a Southern story. And it's, ba- it's actually like, yeah, it was you like, know. It was like New Orleans, right? Right. It was actually based on like, you know, like. Like that, like that's. I would that say Chuck Berry, if you ask me. From watching it on YouTube, I feel like Darkest Deal definitely gave, uh, like Chuck Berry. Yep. Regardless of who it is, it gave strong like Mississippi Delta vibes. Yep, it like, did. It, it happened. Yeah, like he was, down real, he was way. literally rock and roll. Yep. Right. But um, another house I would say is Exorcist. Exorcist definitely delivered. Definitely way. Better than the movie because honestly, it doesn't take you through the slow parts of the movie. It just drops you in there, like yeah, it, it drops, drops you in there in the beginning of the movie where they at the African fest 
I mean, festival and like, you know, whatnot. And then they just drop you into the, the most blood. intense parts of the movie. Yeah. Right. Where they was finding, where they was trying to find um um Catherine and Catherine Angela. and um Angela. And Angela, you know, mom, dad searching, and then they drop they just drop you in the possession part and that smell in that room was was just just foul. Like it literally smelled like <laughs> it literally smelled like vomit in the ant farm mixed together. Like it was crazy. Like it really like how they was how they was explaining it in a movie. I don't know how you didn't smell it. <laughs> I'm glad but I'm I telling it. you they pumped it up in there and like that effect was crazy. Everybody was like, oh my God. And so it was definitely um, in Hollywood. It was reeking sure. in there. And then like, you know, the scare factor, like it was like like you said, four scares back to back to back to back at the end. That got me real good. And then my third house, I would say, is honestly, let me see. Because I would say it's a tie between Blood Moon and Yeti. Because Yeti, Yeti takes the cake. Yeti, Blood man. Moon. I'm telling you, when I <laughs> listen, Blood Universal Moon know how to do a camp day. house. They know how to do a campground something house. I'm telling you, because when people came out of Yeti, they was like, oh my God, that's 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 like it. That's it. Man, because Yeti was, I'm telling you. The and then like the the costumes, the props, the the, the scare bear. actors, the man. Bear. The bear. Huge. But okay, man, it was it was so good. And then um what was the other one? Blood Moon. Oh, man. Now, you want to talk about people that was genuinely actually terrified to go through that house that have actually been in it already or, like, have been in one. There's this one scene where it's, like, a church. People just facing the front hoods down and everything. And then, like, people was actually, like, held back, not even want to go in that part. That 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 house, Scare Facts to me, that was it. Because it got me several, several times, yeah. and it was so good. I, I now That's it didn't look. It probably didn't. Now them cameras. I'm telling you, like when you look at online on YouTube, when you see these vlogs going through it, that don't do it. Just you got to actually mm. go in there for yourself. Yeah, and you got to like you know do every it every year, man. I'm telling you, every year is always a house at the other one that I wish I could have gone through, and Blood Moon was that one. You're, you you got to remember. Orlando's Horror Night started, what, a week and a half, two weeks before Hollywood actually started? Yep. Yeah, that's So weird. when I was on YouTube watching everything, and y'all were like, not watching, I'm not watching, that was the house I was texting you all about, and I was freaking out because I was like, y'all got to see this house. It was so yeah, cool. I like, this I house was so fire, man. Y'all got to see it. I definitely it. went in that house like four or five times. It was so No, nah, but if you ask me in terms of just from watching on YouTube, my house of the year point blank across both horror nights would honestly be Blood Moon. Blood Moon's demonic, bro. It, yeah, it's demonic. It's, but it's I'm talking demonic, from, from a detail but, standpoint. Oh, yeah, detail yeah, for sure. Detail was you saw that, the that, was, that was crazy. You saw the Blood Moon in the sky, like, you went, like, quote-unquote, outside, and then, like, you saw yeah. the Blood Moon getting bigger and bigger and, like, you know, more, you know, detailed and everything. Man, I'm I, telling you. I I'm so mad I wasn't able to see that one. And y'all y'all would well, enjoy y'all got Evil Dead, so yeah. deal with it. I feel like y'all would <laughs> enjoy. Ah, <laughs> no, they didn't. Like speaking of other houses, I think y'all would enjoy. I would. I think y'all would enjoy Our Fellow too. Yeah, because, Our Fellow was dope. Yeah, because yeah. you go through, you uh, you see what's going on with Our Fellow. He's, you know, he got this circus. He's trying to like, you know, get people to come see it and whatnot. But um, it's not going. It's not going well at first. But then, like, you see him trying to take souls and everything and. 
you know, build up his build up his power, and then like you know, at the end he got all his power. He's trying to take everybody's soul and whatnot, but it was like the scares were really good too, and the effects too. Like, yeah, yeah, and that was a bright house. Yep, it was. Uh, it was kind of like, ter- okay, I would say it's a mixture between Terror Visions when we first got it at the darkness, and uh, an episode of American Horror Story Freak Show all in one. That's a cool yep. mix. Um, it gave that off. I feel like. I wish they would have done something a little more with uh, with clown characters this year at Horror Nights in terms of Hollywood. But bringing it back to the Hollywood side for a second, we have to talk about the unfortunate eyesore that ended up being Chucky. Also, the next day, the theater scores on here. So, Jalen... In terms of Chucky, I know you and I agreed that it just wasn't that good. What do you feel like it was lacking? I felt like it was lacking something. I can't really figure out what that may be, but it was definitely lacking something. I think, well, the main thing I think was uh, lacking was an actual person playing Chucky. That was the thing that was, there wasn't, it was all animatronics. There wasn't a single person, an actor actually playing Chucky. Right, all so, the actors were more like the victims. Yeah, so I think if there was actually a person that was playing Chucky, I think that would have definitely, plus, I mean, like, and just, like, I think more detail, too. I just, I felt like, like, some of it. Yeah, I feel like the. La- uh, and it was pretty bright in there, too. Like, I have noticed that, too. Like, I think maybe a little darker and, like, uh, just, like, less animatronics. I feel like the detail was there. The idea was there. But just like Jalen said, if you don't have, you can have the most elaborate haunted house ever, but if you don't have actors inside of there, you might, it's, it's dead. Yeah. It's not there. The execution wasn't there. Like the actors that they had in there did okay. The detail was on point, but the fact that it was just animatronic Chuckies around every corner, it just... It threw it off. Jalen and I came out, and as soon as we came out of there, we said the exact same thing. They needed actual people to play Chucky. It would have made all the difference. Well, it's like, you know, they. I feel like they didn't want to do that because, you know, it's essentially he wanted to, he like, they invited, like the story is they invited the real Chucky to be there. He's taking over all the dolls. So I'm like, oh, well. And then when I walked in there and then, you know, I saw the animatronic Chucky and everything, which the one, the one entering in, that was pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. But, you know, like the different kills and like, you know, how it was going on, I was like, oh, well, yeah, I can see why. Like when I left, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see why this is everybody's least favorite house because it, it it didn't give what it was supposed to. It, it didn't. I just, I don't know. I believe that uh, the, I guess, I won't say producers, but the people, the showrunners, I guess. I just believe that they were so overly confident because of the hype of Chucky that they just didn't go back and make sure that it was a top-tier house. Yeah, I feel like they really could have spent more time on it. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like, you know, Chucky was announced at the end of HHN in 2022. You know what I'm saying? It was announced on Halloween. I feel like when they announced it, it's just like, oh, we already know we got this one in the bag, so let's right, work on all these TV other ones. Don't so worry real. about this one, right? But, so. but man, but and it still had a long wait too. 
So they saw, I was like, oh, well, well, the I mean, night I went, it was steady at 50 minutes. Like, on Friday and Saturday, Saturday most definitely, it was like at 90. It's, it was like, it was it was hot potato in between 75 and 90. Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't go over 60 didn't go over that I went. For sure, no. I will say they put, Chucky was the only IP that they put far away from the other IPs. It was in the upper lot. It was on the backside by Terra Tram and Universal Monsters. It was yeah, far Chucky, away from I, everything else. I, 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 didn't, I couldn't but, find it for a while. Yeah, it was, it was the last house line. I did. It was tough because it was tough because you know how fast and it was, it's in the Fast and Furious uh queue line. So it's like it was yeah. tucked. And I'm like, how did I miss this? And Hollywood I thought Chucky I almost missed it too until I saw the Chucky chance. booth. You know what I'm saying? But it was it's tucked in hey, there. That hard Dombala drink. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the drinks was A1 this that, year. That was the one that put oh, yeah. me on and, my face. In terms of like food and drinks, uh shout out to whoever was uh Man in the Blinky Cups. Yeah. And, and oh, sure. That drink know, was I fire. I seen a lot of them. You know what? <laughs> the, the whole show, right. I went to the Tribute Store during Stay and Scream hours. I was so upset with that Chucky Whoopie Pie. Uh, yeah, I remember you texting us about that. That kind of looks so. Okay. I, wasn't like... I was excited about it because I'm a Chucky fan. Right, right. So the problem is that it was, uh, it was blue velvet, right? Because you know Chucky's colors are like blue, red, orange, yellow. For sure, for sure. Blue velvet, and the filling was cookies and cream, oh, wow. but it had a raspberry compote on it to be, oh. and that was supposed to be blood. So my problem with it is that the idea was there, but like you said, the execution because yeah. the chocolate in the blue velvet was too sweet. And see, just like going back to what you said about Chucky, and I think Jalen and I, I feel like you and I can agree on this, but in terms of execution with Chucky. I'm sorry, but the merch pissed me off, bro. Like, I, I couldn't stand the merch, man. I couldn't stand it. It was too cute. Like, it wasn't... It did not give me a horror night feeling. It didn't give me that... Oh, a lot like of that people scare bought it, factor. It oh, yeah. No, they definitely ran it up. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I just didn't. I, yeah. I wasn't feeling it. Man, I I'm mad I didn't get I the, feel like this is the, the best horror night t-shirt this year. For real. Yep. Universal Monster shirt. I just know Universal know how to do a cake pop. Boy, them things <laughs> fire, bro. I swear. And, the, and my favorite item, man, that peanut butter burger. Oh, no, my the, God. Uh, the vegan walking tacos. And it was me. so, it was so, like, you got to, like, you got to be real. I mean, they do, they, they cook your stuff fresh, but, like, you know, like, when you get it real fresh, like, fresh out the, I got mine fresh out the grill. That thing was so good. And that walking taco was fire. It was fire. The, uh, this was my first time getting that. You know, twisted tear, and I and I kind of see why people like skip over that, but but it was good for what it was. But man, then pizza fries that uh, I didn't get at Hollywood yeah. this year. Yeah, no, the, y'all uh, gotta come to Orlando for that. No, the, <laughs> no we, we got they, in line. They and had it there, bro. Yeah, the registers oh, wow, went really? down and they kicked everybody out. That's right. What, like, that's we never right. got right at like the last minute. Um, oh, oh wow. That's sick. Well, one thing I feel like we definitely need to touch on, and I don't know if you guys saw this in Orlando, but in Hollywood, this was a humongous hit, and I know it'll happen again. The Death Eaters and Hogsmeade yes. yeah. and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. They had them in uh, Diagon Alley. Jalen, you, yeah. you a Harry Potter oh, fan. Oh, for sure. So I like, mean, I lost it. I'm literally, I'm like, I, that's like my, I was like, I was like, in shock the whole time because I'm just like in kind of like in love because you know I just love Harry Potter so then I'm like literally like I could stay there all day if I wanted to I mean because like 
They had an actual replica of the castle, Hogwarts. They had the uh, Hogsmeade. Uh, yeah, and so like in like that castle, I had to take like probably ten pictures of that. Uh, where, and, were you? How I was this Scarface? Over Catherine. Yeah, he was dying. Oh man, yeah. I know the feeling. Uh, and, um, and then they, we they drank butterbeer too. That was nice. Yeah, uh, the butterbeer was, was fire. So good. Fire. They had um they had the Death Eaters in, in Diagon Alley at Universal. And I missed because Hogsmeade is in Islands of Adventure. Yep. Oh, so okay. you know, everybody was everybody was in, everybody really got in there when like, you know, they came out and like everybody was taking pictures, flicking it up with, with them and everything. And like it was, it was a good time. Like the Deathies, I couldn't, I honestly couldn't believe. It. I was like, bro, Deathies, they right here. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, got their own vibe, messing with people and everything. Like that was, yeah. And they hire some top notch actors to play those characters. Yep. To get to the Chucky House and the Universal Monsters House in Hollywood, you have to go through Hogsmeade. And the Death Eaters, just like the way they moved, like everything, just the it's way crazy. they played the character, it was, it was like perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. It was the shows perfect. this year was a one too. Shows are great. Yeah, you know, Nightmare Fuel. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to uh, the Purge show. I don't. Do you remember the name? I don't remember the name of the show, but it was like a, a Purge esque type right. of show. It was real. Those cool. performers be they be earning they they be earning they living. I'm telling you yeah, that much. definitely, definitely. Them, them fire dancers, man. Because man, I'm telling you, like the way, yeah. like if you seen the show, the way they way that the way they pull that that stuff off. With like ease, no mess ups, and these, and honestly, uh, most of the performers were the same people that did all. Honestly, all the Nightmare Fuel shows, you know, that came after Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure, you know, past that, it was the same performers and everything. And you know, the way that they pull that off is just like amazing. And you know, shout out to them because, yeah, no, nah, that was dope. They are dope, and I feel like you know. We weren't going to, you know, touch on it too much. We got about five minutes left. Um, we are going to be covering speculation season all year long at the Toxic Icon Podcast, all the way leading up to the next event. Any rumors that we get from uh, credible sources, because you can't take them from everybody. Right. It's got to be credible sources like uh, HN Nightmares. Shout out to HHN 365. Yep, for Those sure. are the two that I definitely follow that, like, if I hear some rumors coming from them, I trust what I'm hearing. Um, it's looking like this year's event in 2024 is going to be a banger. They are predicting 11 houses. Mm. Uh, we know. Can't wait. We know, but we don't know. But we get the Five Nights at Freddy's house, Oddfellow versus Jack. And uh, what's the other rumor? Uh, a musical artist is going to get yep. another house. Lady Gaga. Be, hopefully it's Lady Gaga. If see, not, hey. I'm writing a letter to somebody. Because <laughs> um, we thought she was going to be this year, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. But make sure that you all stay uh, tapped in with the Toxic Icon because we are definitely going to be covering speculations. Here. Yes, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Subscribe to us on Patreon. And. Yeah. And as always, stay toxic. Oh.